The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. Hello, downloaders. Thank you very much for taking the time uh, to whack this on your MP3 player. Loads going on this week, including me doing impressions to an impressionist, that of Deborah Stevenson fame. That's coming up later on. First of all, I'm going to start with the aftermath of Mother's Day. Check this out. That'll be a cup that I've just knocked over all over the desk. Great. I wonder if these buttons work. Only one way to find out. You remember a couple of weeks back when we were talking about answering door? Hmm. And I decided not to answer door when people knock on my doorbell and all that type of stuff. Yeah, when it could be your family, it could be anybody. Yeah, you just yeah. sit and think, can't be bothered. Yeah, And yeah. everybody rang in and they're all saying, Adam, you're so miserable. Where'd you get it from? Well, I'll tell you where I get it from. All right, I get it from my mother. And I'm going to Did prove you? to I'm going to prove to you now why I get it from my mother. <laughs> Mother's Day yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we, uh, a lot of people spending times with the mothers, taking them out for lovely meals, buying them presents, and doting on the the lady that uh, brought them into the world. Yeah? Yes. My mum avoided me all weekend. <laughs> Fact. All weekend. So she's not miserable. She's just no, learned to no, stay away from she's you. She's miserable. <laughs> Saturday, right? Saturday, I go and see her on Saturdays. Me, me at Lad and Mrs. and all that. We'll go around for a bit of something to eat and mm. have a bit of a chat. As I'm, uh, well, I went round. I went round early. Now this might be my fault. The first bit, right? So I went round early. She wasn't in. So I thought, all right, fair enough. She wasn't expecting me. I didn't ring her. That could be just a coincidence that she wasn't in. Okay. Yeah. So we'll come back normal time when we come back in middle of the afternoon. So we went about and did our jobs, right? Anyway, as I'm coming back to her house in the afternoon to spend my normal time on Saturday with her, I see her walking up the street with my dad. Right? Okay. Not towards her house, away from her house. <laughs> Right? She sees me. We wave. So I think, right, she's got to turn around. She's seen me. She knows I'm coming. I sits outside her house, right, for 25 minutes. I'm thinking she hasn't turned around. Right? I gets out of the car, right, and I think to myself, right, okay, I'll uh, I'll go walk down the street. Maybe she must be at Top of Street by now. Maybe she, maybe there's some, oh, maybe I can help him out with something. I walked to Top of Street. Were they there? No. I got back in the car. Then went for a little bit of a trek round. They'd done one, right? They got, they carried on walking. They ignored me. Anyway, so I went home fuming, thinking, well, sod it then, right? So I left her uh, Mother's Day presents and all that type of stuff at the house. I went home, rang her in the evening. Obviously, I've got caller display. Nope, she didn't pick the phone up. <laughs> Sunday morning, with it being Mother's Day, I thought, at least I'll speak to her. Phone this Sunday morning. Didn't answer it. So then, right, I decided to take my caller display off the phone just to get through to my mum, thinking, I'm going to get through to her and I'm going to speak to her, right? Mm-hmm. Took the colour display off. What happened? She answered it straight away. No. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Scarlet Pimpernel. Where have you been? <laughs> and she went, oh, you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> so we started having a little bit of a chat about why she'd been, not avoiding me, but why she like didn't hang around and all this type yeah. of stuff. And she went, well, I knew you'd want to take me out and I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> So this is where my miserable side comes from. Uh, and so now people... You, you can't complain at your mum, can you? Because you do no, the same. So I suppose. It's, it's exactly yeah. the same thing. I'm, and that's why people are giving you grief on the text. I'm, I'm not going to complain. The texts are really sort of laying into you. Yeah, there's people just <laughs> texting in, just saying, oh, I did some lovely stuff yesterday. We went out with my mum and had a lovely meal. Well, thanks. Good for you, right? I tried. I tried to go on see my mum. She don't like me. <laughs> that one says... Adam. How bad's that? I'm live on the radio saying my mum doesn't like me. How bad is that? Adam, you're miserable. My mum legged it round for her presence yesterday. Good for you, Mr. Leg It Round Mum. My mum legged it out the house to avoid me. Yeah? 
They are feeling it make me feel a bit guilty, all these things actually. They flat. should make you feel guilty, oh, Rossi, no. because you didn't even send your mum a card, I, did you? That's I did send my mum a card. I went to the post office. I went where better a place to post a card than the post office. Yeah. I went on Friday, I paid for a first class stamp and I put it in the post and it didn't get there. That's lies. Rossi's no. mum, if you're listening to the show yeah. this morning, he's just using the show now to cover up his misdemeanors. But that's this the thing, is, she's gonna think thing, I'm yeah. lying because yeah. I genuinely went. How long does a first class stamp take to get well, there? Now? Next day. The next day, I, I but said, it's only 90% of them, And I said, is this is this average size letter? Is this normal? Will it get there? And they said yes. And did it get there? No! Did it? No, no, it didn't. So my mum doesn't like me either. Is Ross telling lies on the radio? He's not. I believe him, but yeah, I Yeah, you won! And I you feel two like, always sticking together. And I feel really bad for him that he I just won. want some support because my mum don't like me. <laughs> Fact. His mum don't like him because he didn't send her a card. But my mum avoided me. I tried to give her a card. She don't like me. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. Our letter writer is a lady who has been friends with a boy all her life. And they used to joke, as as, uh, girl and boys do, that maybe one day they would end up together and getting married and having a lovely little house on the prairie style lifestyle, all right? But they've always just been mates, never really done anything. Nothing ever happened between them. However, right, the bloke in the relationship, this girl's friend, is now getting married to another lady. And the girl who's written the letter has now realised that, oh, he is the one for me. I should have acted on my feelings a little bit earlier. What should she do? So we've given her uh, three situations. Should she, A... Do absolutely nothing, all right? By telling him she'll be putting their friendship on the line. Should she be? Tell him right now. The last thing that you want to do is live with regret. Or should she see? Wait till the day of the wedding and do the Hollywood thing and just interrupt the interrupt the ceremony. It's dead romantic. It works on all the films. Now you're the only one here getting married, and you've gone with C. So would you like that on your wedding day? One of your mistresses it, came in and stormed the room. One of my mistresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have passed life. <laughs> Not, not in this one. <laughs> Shall we move on swiftly? Yes, a selection on the text messages. I'd say A, she had a chance to have him. She should have took it, says Adam in Blackpool. Don't work like that, though, does it? Yes. Uh, B, from Karen in Preston. She says, you can't regret anything in life. You've got to go for it. Tell him. And then a C, storm the church and record it for you've been framed. Storm the church <laughs> on a horse. There you go. <laughs> this one, though. Look at this. I'm in the same situation. Please, can you tell Angela that I love her? She'll Hang on. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right in. We'll do it next week. <laughs> who's the lady? Angela who? And just says, please tell Angela I love her. She'll know who I am. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the crazy one that sits oh, outside her house looking Angela. in her windows. Yeah, keep your eyes on that. I'm going to the phones to get some advice, OK? Uh, on our real-life dilemma. Morning, Cocker. Hi, Cocker. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Shall we take advice from High Chair Andy on this? No. Sorry, mate. (laughs) Sorry, Archer. Bye. No, Michelle has spoken. Gone. We can't take his advice on this. Sorry, mate. Are you rocking, fam? Uh, I'm on. Shall we take advice from Gary on this? Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shall we? Let's let's risk it. Gary, what do you think? B. B? Oh, Oh, sense what you win, Michelle. You would go for it, would you? Yeah. Go for it all the way. There you go, Gary has spoken. Life's too short, isn't it? Yeah. Did you you nick Tiff off another man? Yeah. Oh. Good. Let's, stop there. Let's stop there before we get him in trouble. <laughs> Listen, Gazza, well done, mate. Take care, pal. All right, Adam. See you later. Bye bye. Right. I don't know which line to pick next. Um, are you Rocky Fem? Hello. Hello, Reese, boy. How are you? <laughs> You all right? Fine, yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm sound, mate. Listen, you're going to struggle today because there's no money option. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, you go for it. Which one are you doing, A, B or C? B. B? All right, why? 
because um, I'll just tell her that I fancy her, and if she doesn't fancy me, then I can just get another girlfriend. But if, <laughs> if she does fancy me, then buzzing. Oh, Reese, that's brilliant advice. <laughs> Wait a minute. We've got, hang on a minute. We've got a new catchphrase oh. here, right? First catchphrase is money is more important than relationships. Yeah. And this one is now, if she does fancy me, then what is it, Reese? Buzzing. Buzzing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reese, have a wonderful day. You are so wise. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. I've worked with the printers, Rossi. We need that Buzzing. T-shirt making. Buzzing. That's all he needs. I know he's only 10 years of age, he loves it. Uh, we've been on the text, we've been going through it, and we've got the results. Here we go. Uh, not surprised that in third place, with 4% of the vote, is Storm the Castle, or Church, whichever way you want to go about it, and do the Hollywood thing. See, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with the people wanting to storm the it's church. people are taking it seriously, that's why. That's you, that. You, you've spoiled my game. <laughs> right, so that means it's between A or B. Which way have they gone? Have they said tell her, or have they said don't tell her? Second place, with 43%. Is A. Don't tell. So that means B. They're following the advice of little Reese this morning. 53% of people are saying, do it. Tell her. Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I changed your sexual orientation then. <laughs> the Adam at Breakfast Podcast. I just want to talk weddings, if that's all right with you, Michelle. Yeah, you're getting closer and closer, aren't we? We are getting a lot. We're getting very close mm. uh, to wedding time uh, at uh, Cher Catterall. And uh, anybody that has been married recently, or in fact, even in the past, I have no doubt they'll have had the same conversations that me and my missus are currently having. Women get extremely excited about wedding time when they're booking bridesmaid dresses and various other things. Uh, for the do, blokes aren't bothered. All right, that's how we roll. Some blokes get excited, or are you trying to say they just pretend? The, well, I think it is just a pretend thing. Do you think? My, my missus on a day to day basis is saying to me, What do you think of this colour? And I go, Yeah, whatever. Uh, what do you think of these flowers? I'm not really, I don't know anything about flowers. Don't it's ask me my professional be... opinion on flowers, I don't know. It's meant to be the biggest day of your life. Yes, like... it is. That's fine. And I'll be there and I'll enjoy it and we'll have a fantastic time. <laughs> I'll right? be there. It's good yeah. <laughs> Listen, we will have the greatest time of our lives without a doubt. But the, the, all that stuff, you know, what's a favour? What's a favour on a table? What yeah. I gonna, what's that all about? But I don't want to know that about that. It's a little gift, isn't it, that you give to people? Well, anyway, right? I've decided that my missus can't have it both ways. She's fallen out of me at this moment in time, and I'll tell you why. As I've just said, she asked me on a day-to-day basis about getting involved with the wedding, maybe giving some creative input into it and all that type like of stuff. Like giving her some support with this massive task, yep. Yeah, stuff like that, yeah. Michelle. Anyway, Monday, got a phone call from the wedding venue. Now, anybody that has been married will know that you pay for it in stages, yeah? You do your deposit, so you book it, then you pay half, and then you pay half a little bit closer to the time. Well, yesterday, uh, on Monday, should I say, I got my phone call. Will you come and pay uh, your first big half, right? I went, yeah, no problem. I'll come around and sort that out. I told the missus, I said, listen, they phoned me. They want want the money, yeah? I'm going to go around and sort it out. Am I not coming? Well, they just want the money, so I'll just go around and sort it out. Stuart, dear, you're working. I'll go get it done. Okay, no problem. Anyway, so I goes there yesterday... With me card. There you go. Stick it on that. Fantastic. Then the lady started asking me questions, right? Oh, no. The wedding planner lady started asking me questions. So I thought to myself, well, my missus is always having a go at me at home, right, for not getting involved with this wedding. And she's always having a do it with me. We're not putting in my creative input. So this is the perfect opportunity oh, no. for me to take some stress off her 
and maybe have a little bit of a relationship there with a wedding planner lady and make the wedding planner lady feel that I'm involved in it all and I'm, I'm making some good decisions. Behind her back. Not behind her back, right? Oh, We've God. had the kind of... I've heard her talk about this type of stuff and, I've you know, I've kind of picked up a few things. Right. So yesterday, right, uh, the lady said to me, have you decided what you're eating on the day? And I went, have you got the menu there? So she showed me the menu and I went, yeah, we'll have that and we'll have oh, that. Oh, no! Yeah, 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 so that's done. Did you not even ring her? What, what, she wouldn't work. She wouldn't have picked up. Oh, gosh. So then uh, she said, what about choice of wine? I said, this is my speciality. I know about wine. Oh, no. Pass me the wine list. <laughs> I'll have one of them and we'll have one of them. No problem. <laughs> then she says, um, what time's uh, all the ceremony, all this type of stuff? I guessed at that. I didn't really know. You guessed? I thought, well, it's between one and two. So I just guessed. I, it's went, half, I went half one. It's, it's easy, isn't it? It's a strict timetable of what you've got to stick to on a wedding day. She wants help. So I just went with it. Half past one, that's done. So therefore, then she said, well, that works out that your first dance will be approximately this time. I said, go for it. No problem whatsoever. Oh, no. So that's booked in. I've chosen song. No need to. Uh, you've <laughs> chosen the song without even consulting there's no, there's no need. Stress. It's too much stress, that. Done. So we're having a bit of Chumbawamba. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've done all canapes, no problem whatsoever. The what? Canapes. Canapes in French. Oh, right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I've done all canapes. They're done, right? And this is the piece of resistance. This will really impress her, right? Well, I thought it would really impress her. Uh, flowers and centrepieces. No problem. I can sort that out. Oh she comes in and she went, I said, I don't really know much about flowers and centrepieces. She went, well, it's all right. We've got some in at the moment. You can choose. No problem. So I went, any, many, many more. Bang, that one, right? Sorted, done. Everything's tasty. Went on, told the missus, face of thunder. What's I'm not that? surprised. She won't talk to me. I'm not, you're ruining her day. <sighs> It's my day as well, kid. It's half and half. That's what I'm saying. She gets to choose a dress that I don't even get to see until the day. What's all that about? Are you ready? The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Met a man when I'm at my house yesterday. I've got a DVD. I've bought myself one of these DVD walls, right? A what? A DVD wall, where you can put your DVDs in the wall. <laughs> What's that? Like a shelf. A yeah, it's like a bookcase for, for DVDs, <laughs> but I call it the DVD wall. Right. Okay. And it's not inset in your wall or anything? Mm, no, just a DVD wall. So it really is just a bookcase on a shelf? All right, stop belittling the DVD <laughs> okay, sorry, wall. Sorry, sorry, go on. Anyway, yeah. I've got a DVD wall, yeah? Right. <laughs> it's like back cave, you press a button and it rotates and everything. doesn't really. Anyway, DVD wall was in there. My mate was having a bit of a nosy through some of the DVDs, as, mm. as people do. You know, I would do if I went around somebody's house. And it, there was a particular DVD that he wanted to watch, right? Mm. And he asked me if I could borrow it. Now, I said no, right? There's a reason why I said no. It's because of your own personal belongings. Have you ever been in a situation where you've lent somebody something and they bust it? Or you don't get it back yeah. in, the, in, the, in the situation that you lend it out to? Uh, I think bl- lads are worse for this, yes. Well, you times. see, I'm, I'm the type of person, right? Once I'm scoring, that's it. I tie it for everybody. Now, I don't lend any stuff out to anybody. Do you lend your stuff out to people? Of course I do. Do you? Yeah. What if it came back bust? But they I once lent, right, a mitre delta football Premier League 1992 to my cousin, right? Yeah. He was a bit older than me and he kicked the ball a little bit harder against a wall than me. All the leather was torn off. Since that day, nobody's had any of my stuff. <laughs> Did he not replace it for No, him? he didn't. Well, my he was 15, were. he had a paper round, he could have paid for one. Well, I once lent uh, my PSP to this fellow who lived in a shop window for that charity for mistake. a week. Big, big and uh, then I read on the internet that the, uh, the left joypad button had broken on it and he couldn't play on my Pro Evo anymore and he was slagging it off. Uh, what was his name? Was it Adam, Adam, did you Adam break Cotterell it? Or something? Uh, Adam, mm. I, I didn't. Yeah. Did I didn't replace break. that? I didn't break it. I didn't break it. When I switched it on, it wasn't working. It was. It didn't work on the left hand. I still lend people stuff, even though you ruined my PSP. I didn't ruin the PSP. 
Are you a, you're are you a, terrible. Blo- so just, you're still happy to borrow stuff off people, even though you won't lend it out. If people want to, if people want to offer me things to, <laughs> to borrow, then oh. I will gladly take them if it enhances my situation at that particular time. I was very bored in that window and needed a little bit of stimulation. That's why I went with that. But for me, no, you can't borrow any of my stuff. Anything, no matter what it is, even if neighbours come round and ask for sugar, no, even though they're taking sugar, no. Oh, no. You can't lend any stuff out. Some oh, days, I think you're having a laugh. You you come across so miserable. No, it's not a miserable thing. I think you're thing. laughing I, right, I, right, I bought my own stuff, Anna. I? I don't want somebody else busting it. That's what it is. Yeah, but then you, you're happy to borrow off other people. I had to buy my own, my little lad, I had to buy him his own Wii controller so he didn't borrow mine, so that he didn't oh, bust it. Oh, no. He got his own Wii controller, so that's yours. Put your name on it, so then nobody else uses it. Even your own child. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's how you got to do. Put a name on it. My little lad's got his name on his own Wii controller. Nobody can touch it. I leave it alone, all right? And he's not allowed to touch mine. All right, mine's a black one, by the way. All right, just so then you know. On the phones, let's go to him. Morning, Cot. Hiya, Adam. Hiya. On on this subject to do with lending stuff out, I lent a CD and a DVD to my singing teacher when I was 15. Mm. Never got it back. Ridiculous. I'm now 21. Ridiculous. Six years. Six I years. lent my cousin Honey the DVD yep. when I was 16. Good DVD. Never got it back. See? <laughs> I lent my friend at uni eight DVDs yep. um, when she came over. Eight? That was two months ago. Yeah. Not got them oh, back yet. How, how are you going about lending this? Are you saying, here, have this? No, I'm just saying, oh, can I borrow this? Oh, I'm like, right. yeah, sure, See? if you'd like to. See what I mean? And then as long as I get it back. Not had it back yet. By my calculations, right, one, one of your mates is taking you for a ride eight times, you've got your cousin who's taking you a ride there, and then you've got the two things earlier. That's 11 things, right, that you've lent out in your lifetime. When are you going to learn, lady? Stop lending your stuff out. But you... I'm, I'm stopping now. Good, I'm good. I'm but sick of it. You just have to give them rules when you give it them and say... I need what, like a, like a librarian? Give them a ticket and a yeah. date to bring it back by? That's it. Say, I need it back in two weeks. All right, then, great. And then you just give them a time I stipulation. Can I have them back in a few weeks? My mum wants to lend them. Yeah. It's been two months. Yeah, two months. It's six years in some cases on yours. <laughs> Flipping out. That's, you should, what you should do, you should start uh, putting fines on there. So if you dish your ticket out or your verbal contract or whatever, you say, if it's not back in two weeks, right, I'm charging you a fiver for every week that you don't bring it back. You'd be a millionaire by now, kid. Adam, stick to your guns. Don't let any, lend anything to anyone anymore, because I'm not. Thank you very much. Me and you will be miserable together. <laughs> All right. Bye. See you now. Bye. Are you Rock FM? Oh, yeah. Uh, just the thing about borrowing stuff and not yeah. giving it back. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, my nephew, 18 months ago, he, he couldn't get to work, so he asked me could he borrow my mountain bike, so I said, yeah. He said, I'll bring it back tonight. Yeah. That was 18 months ago. 18 months ago? You yeah. haven't got your mountain bike back? See what I'm saying here? I'm putting weight on. (laughs) Have you asked him for it? Course, yeah, I've passed messages on with my son's same age as my nephew and I've told my son to tell him. And See? He's a nightmare. See what I mean? Family's you know I mean? worst. Family can at I, worst. Can, can I give him his name? Yeah, go on. Brendan Mason. Brendan Mason, take yeah. the mountain bike back. Yeah. Uncle John's getting fat. You need, <laughs> he wants to get out on his bike. That's there, it. There you go, mate. We've sorted that for you. Thanks a lot. Take care, pal. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. Welcome to the studio, Roy Gregor-Peter, also known as the SFG Massive. Yes. (laughs) I'm renaming you today, boys, if that's all right. Scout for girls in the studio. Hello. Morning. Morning to you. You're extremely excited about this, Michelle, aren't you? I am, yeah. I'm trying to contain my giddiness so I don't look weird. (laughs) 
but I really not working. <laughs> it never does, you know. It never does. She's a big fan of the band. Big fan of the band. Um, big fan of the first album. Aren't you? You're looking forward to a little bit of a performance later on. Yes. Got a request. You want them to perform personally just to you, don't you? Forget the listener is what you said to me this morning. No. Yes, you did. <laughs> forget the listeners. It's me and Scouting for Girls today. No, I didn't say that. Oh, it's just very exciting. Speaking of that, speaking of that first album. Uh, extreme success on that first album. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Now, I don't want to put any pressure on you, right? But management <laughs> and record companies will be looking at you and going, right, you better do it again with the second album. Are you feeling any pressure this time around? How's it, how, how are you feeling uh, with the imminent uh, imminent outing of your second album? At the moment, at this very moment. Right at this moment in time. I don't, I'm not really any pressure at all. Okay. Uh, we think... Firstly, I think people just expect second albums to suck now, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> to be Anything above that's a bonus then. <laughs> yeah. And I think long gone are the days where you, you sell a load of records and they think the second album's going to be good. We, our record label wouldn't set off anything less than the best. In fact, when we gave them the original demos, mm. that was on the night of the Brit Awards where we got nominated for the Brit Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he didn't want to hear any of the demos until that night. Uh, I think he slightly regretted that because I gave him the demos, <laughs> expecting a phone call that night going, Roy, you're a genius. Yes. You've nailed it. Yeah. Didn't get a phone call that night. Next day, no phone call. Wednesday, nothing. You guys thought you'd been dropped, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I basically said, no, he eventually phoned me up the next week going, you know, I don't think there are any singles on these on these demos. And that was when we started to panic. Yeah, it was quite crushing. <laughs> and so we, we just went back and rewrote loads of, we rewrote some songs, wrote loads of singles. And we actually found out that he did actually really like some of the demos on that record. Just testing you. And he was, yeah, just trying to make, he couldn't get the studio. The studio was booked. <laughs> <laughs> just, so, it was bla- he, yeah, he was blagging it. He yeah, hadn't yeah. even heard it, had he? He yeah. was thinking, oh God. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I've been listening to the CD, lads. And, um... <laughs> Do you know what I heard? Didn't you have something like 50 demos to get down to yeah. one album? What happened? Then to the rest of those songs, what do you do with them? Well, they're, they're, Why they're do you all, want them? Yeah, well, yeah, the actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, because there's so much music these mm. days, you know, uh, you know, anyone can write music, like, or can put it on the web, and yeah, you know, you, you can use GarageBand. That I, uh, I, I was actually really lucky enough last summer to do some songwriting with Guy Chambers, who, all right. uh, oh, yeah, who does yeah. you used to do Robbie, yeah. yeah, 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 and uh. Uh, th- and th- this wasn't for scouting. This was just, you know, like a oh, separate right. thing. You want to have a where were you, Milan? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He's, fl- he's, fl- he's flying the nest. So What's going on? And he said that people are in, unless you put out your best, it's just an insult to your audience because there's so much stuff there. Mm. The only way to keep on top of your game is just you can only release really great stuff. So yeah, you'll yeah. just sit on stuff for ages and not give it out until he thinks it's amazing. And I think that's what we wanted to do with this album, put mm. together like 10 songs, which all could be singles, not that we want to release 10 singles yeah. off this album. Do you, think the, do you think the music industry, because of the way it is, and they're commercial and people want to make a lot of dough and all mm. that type of stuff, do you think that people do brush out those second and third albums just to cash in on, on certain bits of fame? Because I, I, I commend you guys for taking a bit of time. Yeah. You know, you've had the great success that first album, so yeah. people were thinking, come on, let's get some more yeah. on it, let's ride that crest of a wave. Yeah. And you've taken a good two years you know, to, yeah. to come back with the next album. We did actually, like, although we've been, it's like two years since the last mm. album, we spent one year just solidly touring like, all the way through the UK. Mm. And the moment we stopped touring, we spent about three months writing up songs, demoing them, then another three or four months in the studio recording them, like on and off over a few other sort of live dates and European tours. And then, and then we sort of missed the window for Christmas. And basically, the Christmas window is like in August or something ridiculous. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it takes like a couple of months before. Yeah, it's a plan. Mm. So, mm. so we missed that. And so then we, we literally just had the rest of the year off. Yeah, sat around in our pants watching Jeremy. <laughs> oh, we've missed Christmas. Yeah. 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 Easter so, number one. That's what we've got. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever does an Easter number one. <laughs> 
We missed Christmas, so we I had a year off. Easter yeah. number one, that's, that's great. That's the quote that we second from this interview. <laughs> but I think, so going back to what you were saying about second albums, is I think if you sell, if you do really well, mm. then sometimes people are a bit scared yeah. to tell you mm. if something's not good. You know, so if you yeah. come back, unfortunately, like, there is no one. <laughs> Uh, we're surrounded by people who are quite happy to tell us we're rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> From these guys, him in the corner, <laughs> management, which is a really good place to be, to be where everyone's completely honest with you. And yeah, say, yeah, actually, Roy, that song sucks. I, I wouldn't mind him lying to me every now and yeah, then. Just, <laughs> just, just once in a while. You yeah. actually do look nice in that top. <laughs> <laughs> just as you're out to go on telly. Are you ready? The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. <laughs> Yesterday, I was in the privileged position to hang out with Deborah Stevenson. Yeah? She used to be on Bad Girls, and she was Frankie on Coronation Street. Do you remember? She was married to a, mm. Warren Baldwin. She was married to? Uh, was, that, oh, was, was that she the, the mum of Warren, Warren Baldwin? Was she was, yeah. It was um, Danny Baldwin. Danny Baldwin. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well done, Batman. Uh, now, she does a bit of impressionist. Well, does a bit of an impressionist. Yeah, I'd help if I could speak English, wouldn't it? <laughs> She's an impressionist. She does, a, she does a few impressions. She mm. teams up with a fantastic John Coleshaw uh, on their television show. Well, yesterday, I thought I'd try my hand. You know what I mean? I thought I could do a bit. As you do. Uh, I did 10 impressions to Deborah Stevenson uh, of well-known characters and celebrities in my repertoire. And what I want to know is how many of the 10, yeah, did she correctly identify? Michelle. Four. Well, it's because I know... How I, dare she, you? My, she, rep, my repertoire is you, vast. Your impression of me sounds like Jerry Adams. Yeah, to be fair, it does. All right, then. Uh, four, then. Uh, Rossig, do you reckon high or low? Where are you going? Low, three. I'm going to undercut <laughs> Michelle by one. Oh, look at you. Listen, uh, you, you did the accents thing a while ago. And yeah. You, how bad was that? Well, good. My, My accents are well good. Yeah. Good at all. I'm going to the phones and speak to some proper people. Good morning, Sally. Good morning. How are you, my love? You all right? I'm fine, thank you. Can you do any impressions? No. All oh, right, Okay. <laughs> My next feature then's a bit, bit good. I will ask you how to do a little bit, but never mind. What, just have a guess then. What do you reckon? Five. Five. Okay, my dear. Now we're, get, we're getting there. We've got a three, a four, and a five. See if we're going to go even higher. Stay there, Sally. Uh, Adam on the M6. He's got a proper name. He's, he'll go higher. I'm sure he will. He's got a bit of confidence in me. Morning, Adam. You right, mate? Yeah, morning, mate. Come, come on, my man. What do you reckon? I reckon six, mate. Six. Confidence in the, the good lad. That's He's how it's it. not really ten, six. is it? It's just above half because three, four, and five have been taken. Well done. Six is good there. Well done, my man. That's what we like to see. Do you do an impression yourself? Uh, not really, mate. No. What, what's not really mean? <laughs> all right, we'll leave it there. We'll come back to you. If you win, we'll come back. We'll do the impression. All right. Let's find out, shall we? Uh, let's find out how many. Deborah Stevenson could identify it of my impressions and I think it's only fair that she gets involved as well and does a few impressions seeing as she's judging me uh, she started off with an impression of her own okay I will be Danny Minogue yeah <laughs> and uh, I will judge right here we go here's the first one <clears throat> hello Deborah have you met my friend Bungle <laughs> I know that's um, it's not Zippy it's the other one um, he looks a bit like a hippo yes um, I th- I know his name is George. Yes! One out of one. Well done, right? No, well done you. Here we go then. Next one. Hello, Deborah. Have you met my friend George? That's, has- <laughs> that's got to be zippy. <laughs> I can't believe that this is... I'm actually doing this. This is unbelievable. <laughs> right, OK, we've got two out of two. Here we go yeah, then. come on. This one's a little bit close to home for you. You ready? Yeah. Now then, Deborah, would you like to come to the Rovers for a pint? I say a pint. That one's Bungle. 
<laughs> so I thought you just did rainbow characters. No, no, I didn't do rainbow characters. I've, I've got. Uh, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. I think I can join in with that one. I'll say. Oh, yours it, is better than mine. Uh, no, it's not. No, it definitely isn't. It's Fred, though, isn't it? Three out of three. You're doing extremely well. No, you're yeah. doing extremely well. <laughs> Here we go. Number four. Ain't getting on no plane, sucker. Mr. T. Come on, four out of four. <laughs> <clears throat> Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> I'm so impressed. When I go home and tell my missus I did impressions for Deborah Stevenson today and she got them all. This is brilliant, right? Five Come on, the next one. Five out of five. Here we go. I have no idea. Chewbacca from Star Wars. Ah. Oh, okay, here we on go. On to the next. I've only got one wrong. Why, hey, man? How's it going, Lake? Fog and a tain. Oh, that's got to be Gaza. Got to be Gaza. There you go. All right, here we go. Why, hey, man? How are you, pet? Fog and the tain. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. This is Cheryl Cole here, and I think I should know. As if you've got that from that. That's brilliant. Well, that's brilliant. Your, your impression of it is just a little bit tastier than mine. You are currently on seven out of eight, all right? Two wow. To, two to go. This is my favourite impression now. Are you ready? Yeah. I, I, I am renowned in my local area for this one. Here we go. <laughs> you great big flaming galah. Well, he's Australian. Mm-hmm. It's not Rolf Harris. No. Is it Steve Irwin? It's not Steve Irwin. It's Alf from Home and Away. Do you know, I knew that. <laughs> Last one. Here we go, my dear. I'm dead sexy. Get in my belly. <laughs> I like that voice. Um, I'm not sure who it is. It's, it, it couldn't be Rabsy Nesbitt. He'd never say that, would he? No, it's not It's not uh, Rabsy Nesbitt. No. Oh, it's a really good Scottish voice. It's a cracker, that, isn't it? It's uh, Michelle McManus from Pop Idol. Do you remember her? <laughs> That's a rubbish impression of it's her. <laughs> oh. Deborah, you scored a whopping seven. Well done, my dear. Oh, no, well done you. Told you. I'm just so good at impressions. Are you sure that last one wasn't the fella from Austin Powers? No, 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 that was my uh, that was my Michelle McManus impression. Did you right. not get it? It's very yeah. flirty, that. It's a good one. Should have really concentrated on some impressions. Oh, no, you were doing well, no. Oh, you oh, no, you're well. the best. Oh, no. I, I can't believe I'm me. talking to the Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Wait till I tell my missus. <laughs> just put it out there, just in case you made a move on me. All right, so, whoa, I'm attached. Frankie from Coronation Street. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we did the impressions. As you can tell there, uh, she correctly identified seven, which means Adam. Are you there, mate? Hi, mate, yeah. Well done, sunshine. You were the closest. Yeah. You just wore yourself a T-shirt. We'll get you sorted, all right, mate? Thanks very much, dude. Top man, that's what it's all about. And well done as well on the uh, text to Lee from Leyland. The last three digits, four, five, six. You got it, bang on. Well done, mate. That's how we like to roll. All systems go. Go. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast.